welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by... Jay Let the Kid, what it do? We just had an awesome, like, just really... We, we do this all the time, just a nice reminiscing of, like, college hip-hop. We were talking about Joe Budden, or, or as Joe, Jordan calls him. I said Joe Budden. You said Joe Budden. I said Joe, Joe Budden. You were saying Joe Budden. Okay, whatever. Whatever, I, I don't know which one is. And then, like, we were talking about, like, Chameleon Air, and then Royce the 5'9 came up. Yep. We were down. Like a re- that was a really nice, like, we rabbit hole We could have kept digging. Me. We could have just kept digging and never done the podcast. Well, it was one of those that ha- happens a lot where, like, we're doing it before the podcast starts. And I, honestly, I get to the point where I'm just like, fuck, this should be on the podcast, and it's not. So now I'm just like, let's end it now because it's, like, and now it's ruined for me. I wonder if you could just, like... Because we can't recreate that. You Do you always snip off... Do you always snip off the front of um like and then delete them? Uh, depends on how good I think it is. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll save it if, if I'm like maybe I'll come back to this. Yeah, you should put out an episode like a bonus episode of, like around the holiday season of, or something uh, of just our cold opens. Yeah, because we're always like not always actually, but sometimes before sometimes we go on the pod, we're doing like podcast calisthenics. I was where say, we're stretching. Yeah, we're basically warming up and using like we're tossing. Our, we're doing some like light toss back and forth. That's exactly you know, it's peas and it's not C's, like long toss or anything. Peas and yeah. C's before the game starts. Just, just, just a toss, just to loosen the arm a little. It's the type of uh, warm up you would do in like men's softball league, not like in like your like high school days of like warm ups. So. Bef- like, yeah, on, toss it around a little, maybe jog to like the fence, and you're ready to go. So on game day. Um, you've had rest for a couple days, so the arm's feeling good. How are you throwing full speed before the game starts and you're on the bump at all? No, not at all. You honestly... You're like, ramping up to that, right? You ramp up, but it's actually like a really... Uh, it's actually one of like the little mini sciences of the game of like... You have to like really know your body as a, pic- as, as a pitcher, and you have to know when the game is starting... And if you're away, if you're home or away too, because if you're, you know, because if like 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 always, if I was like pitching that and we were at home, that means we're we're, we're pitching in the in the uh, the bottom or, or we're hitting in the bottom. Yeah. So that means we're pitching in the top. So you had to be ready sooner. Yeah, but if like I always loved it when we were away because then like I could really like I would always it was I, now that you're funny you take me back like the very when the first inning would start that was when i would start ramping up in like the bullpen of like all right now we're going to start throwing like 90 85 90% and yeah, we'll do that wanna... for about 5 minutes hopefully that first inning isn't usually the first inning the top of the first inning is usually never long because no no one's ever ready yeah <laughs> so it's like usually quick outs okay so, so yeah cuz i would think you want to almost be at the precipice of what you'd consider ready right before you go pitch and then yeah. you're not so you're not wasting you, any of your arm but you also too don't want to come out of the bullpen and go straight to the mound as a starting pitcher because you, you that's a total noob move you want to come out of the dugout with the rest of the team as the, you because you are the starting pitcher so so you have to time that as well so if you're in the bullpen, you're out on the other side of the field typically. Depends. Yeah, see, that's another that's another little wrinkle too. Is like, where's the bullpen at? If the bullpen's in the outfield, okay, yeah, you're gonna need more time then because you're gonna need to like. Fucking... So do you pop out a couple seconds, like three seconds before the rest of the team, so that like you're all on getting on to the your positions at the same time? I would say if the bullpen is in the outfield or near the outfield fence, I will 
make sure that I am done and heading towards the dugout. Um, r- r- first pitch probably. Okay. First so, pitch. but so you're not doing, and and we'll just close the the pre segment on this. <laughs> you're not doing the. You're not off your John Rocker, and you're not sprinting. No, not as a starting pitcher. That's a big like I, that was always. I think I used to make fun of pitchers that would do that because like I know what they're doing. Where they're like, I'm trying to be as fresh and on point, and like I want to throw like my last really nice pitches in the bullpen and warm ups, and then go straight to the mound and keep that same mindset. They're too hot, which, which is like great. Which is like it's actually smart. You're like all right. Because you're like you got the sweat going, your arms hot, and you got the same mindset. So you go up there, you'll go in the mode, but you're not taking the account of you're the starting pitcher, dog, and that comes with a little bit of eliteness, and mm. you have to come at. And also, too, I would just me personally, I always thought like, yo, this is a team sport, and you got to come out with your team at the starting of, a united of the game. Front. Yeah, you got to come out together, like a whole army together. Okay. Yeah. So now you guys know when <laughs> when, a, when a, your kid's team is taking the field and the other guy sprints out off his John Rocker from the bullpen, you go, this kid's a buster, and we're about to bust him. Yeah. Because okay. he's also already showed his hand, too. He's probably going to come out there just amped up Three trying, balls. To, trying to throw. Three balls. But exactly. So you're, you're up there taking. Yes. You're just like, I'm going to wait till you throw me a strike. Yes. Because I know you're up there like already like, all right, let's go. I gotta get sweat. These these are the nuggets I need. This is that was that was a that was a deep nugget that I don't think anyone but you would ever care about. Uh, but to me, you know, there's certain sports. I think I remember someone saying like, if aliens landed on this earth and you had to explain the rules of every individual sport, I believe someone said soccer legitimately has ten rules. Like it's very limited amount of of knowledge you need oh, now how you play within the actual game the new there's right. intricacies and nuances there of course but try to explain Baseball's to an alien fucking baseball baseball has i mean football most, too but right? i would think baseball's probably got even more than football but baseball to me is one of those things that even if you were like the the tim kirkjian of the world and you still knew everything like you're still gonna see a game and something different and wild is still going to happen. Yes. And if you never even are even close to that, like the typical layman or person watching, you know, baseball, there's so many things that can occur and you're like, wait, what? It's and so then, situational. Yeah. And it's then there's so sport. few situations. I mean, there's plenty that overlap and are similar, but there's so few that are always the same at the same time of the game. And so that's, that's why baseball is so interesting to me. That's interesting. I've never thought about that, but like, yeah. Like, it probably has, like, the most, yeah, like, rules. And then even, like, your soccer example, like, soccer, yeah, it's pretty much got, like, your offsides, your out of There's, like, almost no rules. Your, yeah. There's, yeah. like, ten rules total. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, baseball, to me, has always been one of those that, like, it, even if you know it, you're still learning throughout. It's dynamic in that sense. You will learn something about that throughout the entire, your entire lifespan. Yeah. Because, um... You know, you always, in, in, yeah, baseball, you always got in trouble because we, I mean, most of practice were like situational practices of like, all right, put a man on second and like two outs, you know, like, all right, you know, yeah. the, the coach would sit there with the, you what know, you, the, what was it? Uh, you, you fucking said it last PFPs? week. PFPs. PFPs. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, because if you don't know the situation, you could totally mess up and like, yeah, running a score because you weren't thinking. Like, like, just like, oh, I thought there was one out. It's like, dude, no, there's two outs. You fucked mm, up. Idiot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's so get... now we're warmed up, right? We're coming yeah, out now. I'm very warm now. I'm okay. Very warm. Well, throw your first pitch. I'm let's going, go. I'm walking to the dugout ready. Okay. What's your what's if I don't think pitchers get 
I guess they get a song um, when they're coming out of the bullpen later. We never Sometimes. got one, but I what would always, be your song? I, mine when I was younger. My mind when I was younger, right, I'm texting this, Chris Benson right now. The song that I was like, man, I wish they used, they would do it at, at my high school, but they don't. But if they did, mine um, was always uh, "No Sleep Till Brooklyn" by Beastie love Boys. It, Just love the it, way it love comes. it, love <laughs> it. Yeah. I always like the way it's like, "No sleep till." Then you had a little bit of down, 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 down. It was like a good, and it was no cuss word. You know, it was it, it always got me pumped. Had a hip hop, little rock. I love everything and the way about it starts, that. Starts no, everything about yeah, it because yeah. you because a, a walk up, you know, whatever that you know that that you checking into the game song, it's got to be front loaded. Yeah, it's yeah. it's got to be all twenty to thirty seconds. You can't and that's tell it. you you don't tell the person like up in the press box like, hey, I need you to go to like twenty three seconds and start from there. Like you have to pick a song no. that's from the get go. You need a self starter. Yeah. That's a perfect song. Do you, do you have one? I I not put. Do you have one off the rip though? Like you know that you could, that you would like. I know it uh, sucks because I know I know how important this would be to you to have like a really good walk up. But if you could think of one, um, I'm gonna go. What's what's the Dr. Dre song with all the keys? Where um, oh yo, wait, uh, still the same old G? Uh, or is it or is it the? That one. Why are we blanking on that? I don't know. That's really bad that we're blanking on that. You know what? For the record, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't got some good Dre in my life in a in a in a hot minute. Someone right now is in their car in traffic, just like it's fucking. Yeah, look it up just to satisfy everyone, please. Don't don't don't. Well, y'all know uh, me still the same OG. I, uh, still Dre. Still Dre. Okay. When I say still the same OG, yeah. yeah still yeah, still You were doing nothing that. but a G thing was, and still Dre that you you they had sex and a baby and that's what you were trying to exactly, do. Exactly, yeah. Still yeah. Dre, yeah. <laughs> still. I think I think I'm going still Dre. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's because good one. once again, even if you didn't know the implications of the song, like you were like my age and you knew what that it had song an was, attitude. Though. I I think even like you know the mom with the Capri Suns waiting for the yeah. seventh inning stretch is just like ooh. ooh, and and that's such a good one too because like the uh, we'll stick with the mom in the Capris that's at the concession stand getting. Oh, her I said son. Capri Sun. I said Capri oh, Suns. Oh, I, I so you have her with a I son have wearing wearing Capris at. <laughs> All right, I have, the mom, I a the mom wearing capris with her son buying Capri Suns. Yeah, so I have her. Yeah, at the uh, uh, concession stand buying a Capri Sun for her son, and she hears like that song come on. She and she and she goes, "Oh, oh Jordan's up, Timmy." Like she knows, "Oh, Jordan's up, Timmy." Let's go. Come on. <laughs> okay, perfect. Wow. Yeah. Actually, I would love, I think this is, I think because you and I just had so much fun with that, I think the listeners might have some fun with that. So think of your your walk-up song, if you know you were playing ball, what would it be? And text it in 305-741-3671. I might have to even come back next week with like a top three of just like, now I've had some time to think about it. Well, the, yeah, because I felt that was because I was like I remember like because it no sucks sequel. you had one. Well, because I because I had thought about it for just my whole entire life. 
of like if I ever get I'm allowed to like you know pick a walk up song that would would so I I always knew it now honestly I would change it now like now I'd probably go like Rage Against the Machine or something just yeah Bulls on Parade yeah dunno down dunno you know something. I like I I honestly think your pick though like stands the test of time so that the, pick is will be good in 4022 yeah you know yeah, what i mean yeah yeah so yeah. like i'm good with that that is as good as it gets you're mixing all the elements i need loud brash some hip-hop some yeah. rock and roll in your face let's go yeah perfect yeah um just a quick uh before we get into uh what we learned this week i want to do a quick dj plug here again what's this what mike when's this uh when's this episode coming out mike thursday so thursday you'll be listening to this we're recording this on tuesday Mm. um because we recorded we had a short week yeah we had yeah we did the happy hour and then like you know the new episode came out yesterday monday so this is coming out on thursday so when you hear this, you have two more days to get your tickets. And when I say tickets, I mean it's free. Just go buy a bunch of beers from Laser Wolf. Yeah, come to Laser Wolf. Uh, Well-Fed Boy will be out there spinning some really nice funk. I gave actually you a little teaser. Woo! A couple teasers last week after the... Uh, I got a taste. Yeah. So uh, come out, 8 p.m., Laser Wolf. And uh, I'd love to see your beautiful faces. Yeah, come see the boys at Laser Wolf. Support support uh, both of your loves. Yes, one is a is some some just some just nasty, humid, just beats just dripping in your face, and then wash that down with a nice just cold uh a cold, bucket of suds. Yeah, cold bucket of a cold bucket of bevies from our favorite uh uh, uh craft beer place, Laser Wolf, baby. Yeah, there's a a, a, and if you if you really uh, like our. Uh, you know, a real nerd of the uh, Shut the Funk Up podcast, uh, Chris Bellis will be there. The you know, uh, talk a little shop. Yeah, our our resident metal expert and uh, just overall just fucking really lovey dovey cuddle bear, awesome guy. Yeah, uh, he will be there too. So if you really want to get some autographs, you can go see. You can go meet Mister Chris, Mister Mister Laser. Yeah. So I think the best move would be go up. You know, turn around, do the move where your 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 boys and girls are behind you. You're putting the finger. You're doing the thing <laughs> yeah. where you're yep. you got two, then it goes to five, but then you're back to three, <laughs> but then you're then you hit four. Then you turn around back to him, and you and then you, you know you you give him two different types of metal and have him categorize that. Oh, while you're love, waiting for and, your and, beers, and knowing Chris, he'll love that. Yeah, he will actually like get figure out about that hair metal. I need to know more about that. He'll love that. Like you're giving him money and then also asking him about music. A take, yeah. <laughs> so know. so so hit him with a nice tip and a take. How about that? Yes, a tip and a take. I there like you that. Go. A little tip, tip and a take. take. Yes, there you go. Yes. Um, Jordan, what did uh, what did you learn this week, Bob's? Um, I got a good one. I got a good one for you. Well, you uh, said you had a pretty good one. You always have a good one though. This this week, I learned about um, I learned about. Let me get all the way to the top here. Scroll up, scroll up. I learned about the last ride of Cowboy Bob. I don't. Okay. Does Cowboy Bob do nope. get say do anything for you? No idea. Okay. No idea. So Cowboy Bob, um, this took place 
mostly in like the early 90s but then but then you'll hear what happens a little bit later okay um and my my boy my boy cowboy bob was out here in texas tejas and uh, as as you heard, I struggled uh, with that last. Uh, yeah, episode. you you really. I think you said, and I was like, "What'd you say?" Yeah, <laughs> and you had been using it like uh, many times. Yeah. Uh, so the FBI had been notified because there's been a string of Cow- bank robberies. Cowboy Bob. Okay. All right. And Cowboy Bob is what they affectionately deemed him as. As a pretty. And his mo was he would. Walk in. He had a he had a a, a set of, a set of uh, curls, and uh, and typically like a hat on, a big hat, mm-hmm. kind of like a cowboy hat. Okay. And he would go up to the register, and he would politely pass a note that said, uh, "This is a bank robbery. No no die packs, and no I forget what the other term was. It was like no funny money or something like that." Okay. And uh, more than a few times, they would open their their till. Empty it out. Person would walk out. No trace. Nothing. Okay. And uh, what what ended up happening was so he was pretty good at this bank robbery thing. Yeah. Now it, he wasn't In the getting 90s, like you said. it was early nineties, and he was getting like you know fifteen hundred, three grand. I mean, five that's the grand. last frontier. I I feel of like yeah, but really getting away with bank robbery. I mean, because security cameras weren't like yeah, as and prolific. so. The cops had nothing. And then um, one day they thought they had a lead and they pulled up to this house with a missing license plate. And this sweet old lady answered the door and she said, come on in. No one's here. I'm not hiding anyone. Here's my old mom. And that was it. But what they didn't know was Cowboy Bob was a little uh, uh, a little lady and named Peggy Joe. Peggy Joe Tallis. What? In the mid forties. What? Her, a she was great. in her mid forties. She would um and and the reason they, they thought obviously that she was a man, and she would because she would dress up in different costumes and she'd wear a wig uh-huh. and put a cowboy hat on and typically a fake mustache. And she would go in there and and she would uh never talk. Never talk so people could hear her voice. And people, you know, just assume a bank robber is going to be a man. That's so smart. And eventually they come back to see her and they see that she's got like some hair dye, a little bit of hair dye in her hair. And um, and they found something, something so small, like a different color strand or something in her hair from what she had. And they knew that they had her. And so that's how they got her. Yeah. Yeah. What they, was did they, you say her name? Peggy Joe Peggy Joe Tallis. Peggy Joe. And she she robbed a bunch of banks and basically Was that they, just her occupation? Well, they they, she... they the whole article goes through her whole story and she was like basically in her mid forties, like didn't have any kids, wasn't married, was taking care of her older mom, and I think she was just kinda like slipping. You know, she was kinda just like I'm not doing anything exciting with my life. Oh, and it was like an adrenaline type of sort I think, of thing? I think it was a combination of a lot of those things. I read this pretty long article about it. And uh, it was pretty crazy because... So she gets caught. She only gets like, I don't know, less than 10 years for like multiple bank robberies. She wasn't using a gun. You know, okay, she, wasn't, that's, uh-huh. she wasn't doing any of that stuff. She would walk in, hand them the note. They'd give them the money and she would walk out. 
And Peggy Joe, after she gets out... Because now it's not with a, like a, a deadly weapon or something. That's probably more... Yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. And so she gets out, and she goes back to taking care of her mom. And she kind of just gets back into the regular life, but, but that itch doesn't go away. No. One and last ride? She starts robbing banks again. Okay, and so she had an addiction. And then her mom passed away, so she sold everything she had and bought an RV. And she said, <laughs> "I'm gonna do one last, one last, uh, oh, one last job." I don't want her to get caught. And uh, I want her to get away with it. She ended up saying something during the last one, and the person thought they that she sounded feminine. So when the when the FBI heard about that, they just tracked her down. They're like, "There's only been two bank female bank robbers in the history of bank robbing. One's Peggy Joe, and the other one's uh, fucking Bonnie." Her, what? No, what's her name? That got uh, who was the um, she was the daughter of the Dupont. It was the Dupont uh family. I don't know. You know I she she was like in California. She went to Berkeley, and she was like it was like during the hippy dippy era, and like. This like oh, are you talking about with like Stockholm syndrome yes, and all that? Yeah, shit? Yeah, who is that? She oh, came from I a wealthy remember. family. Though, I think right? I yeah, I think so. It's like I don't the know. Vanderbilts or the Duponts or something like that. I don't know. We t- I could, you but totally... I feel like those are the only two. So they're like, well, yeah. there's only two. One of them. Yeah, and so they ended up catching up to her RV. She's like someone right now is young again at there. She's trying to make a getaway. She can't, and she's got a three fifty seven under her pillow in the back of the RV. But what does she pick up instead? The toy gun. And they have her. There's a picture of her. You can see of her in her outfit, in her mask and everything still. Because it was right after she had robbed the bank. Uh-huh. They got onto her. And um, she's still like in her hat and sunglasses and all that stuff. <laughs> and she's like got her toy gun. And Not meaning to have it. No, she no, she went and picked it up. Like she knew okay. she wasn't going back. And she didn't. She said, you know, what if if I come out there and point a gun, what are you guys going to do? They were like, the don't do it. Don't fucking do it. Yeah. So, of course, she steps out with the with the fake gun and they just put her down. They went inside, realized she had a fake gun and all that stuff. Damn, Peggy Joe. Peggy Joe went went out a G. She did. And look at and look up and look up the story of Cowboy Bob, a.k.a. Peggy Joe Tallis, because that was one bad B. Dang, that's a good one, dude. That's, I love that type of history shit right there. I also learned about an even more insane uh, bank robbery in Argentina from 2006. You wanna, but I'm just going to tease that. that I'm going to tease that one for next week. I might even just use I that love, one. Like, I love bank robberies and like jailbreak stories. Like They're yeah. fascinating to me. Like when, when Oh, they're the best. Yeah. Any intricate plot that you actually can execute, I think you have my full undivided attention. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, totally. This one is a... Uh, that's this, a cool one. The Argentinian bank heist is is legitimately a good one. All right. You save so, that Save that one for... Yeah. So yeah. you guys can go peep that. Maybe you can learn about that this week. Or maybe I'll drop that knowledge on you uh, next week. But Alex, what did you learn this week? So what I learned this week, um, I I saw, but now you know the hit, the news cycle and the internets um, are uh, you know they're 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 so quickly. So I'm, I'm sure a lot of people probably know about this now more. But what I learned this week was the Qatar World Cup <laughs> is not going to be like it's not going to be fun at all. 
No. <laughs> so, yeah. on top of the fact that thousands of people died just to make the, the right. stadium, yeah, that but apparently in. we're not allowed to talk about that. Yeah, that that one. Everyone's everyone's okay with it. Mm-hmm. But um, I just wanted to uh, give you an update from a policeman in you know in Qatar in Qatar and what like they have been instructed. Actually, I want to stop you real quick because mm-hmm. you're doing the thing that it it. It's quite polarizing where I say it the same way. I say Qatar, but I oh, always oh, hear it okay. being said Qatar. Qatar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, but yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, I I'm definitely not gonna won't give correct that to you. Well, I will, yeah, I definitely, cause I'm going to go Qatar. I don't have an, I don't have enough respect for that country to learn what it actually is. How about that? Love it. I'm with you. You know what I mean? Yep. So I, I just want to read the, uh, the quote from the policeman or woman. But it was probably a policeman. Because Definitely it, a policeman. <laughs> because it was Qatar. Yeah. Um, all right. So he says, there will be no parting at all, really. Everyone needs to keep their heads about them unless they want to risk being stuck in prison for seven years. There's essentially a sex ban in place this year at the World Cup for the first time ever. And fans need to be prepared for that. Um, he also continues and he says, uh, the drink and party culture after games which is the norm in most places is strictly prohibited. I did not know about that. I knew about the, you cannot. So if you go to the world cup and you are single, you can have sex if you're married. Yeah. That's, but the you thing. can't have it's premarital the, it's, sex. Yeah, it's, it's, it's illegal there to have sex before marriage. Talk about a buzzkill. <laughs> yeah. So like that, that's the reason for like, you know, cause I think the head, what's the head, the headline was like, no one night stands in, you know, yeah. in, in the world mm-hmm. cup this year. Uh, so like that, cause it's actually illegal to do that. And, and I, I didn't put it in there, but there was also like the, the policeman goes on to say like, uh, like if you get caught, like doing homosexuality stuff, like if you do not, they're like, if like he said, it was like, yeah, if you're like kissing, if two guys are kissing, like if we see that in like the street, whatever, like you will go to jail. All right. So if. Any of you guys out there are going to be over there. Boycott. You better. You better have. Well, definitely do that. Yeah, but also this is not going to be fun. Just you can't see either of you need to wear elaborate disguises so that you look normal walking into the hotel room with a distance. Maybe do a cowboy bob sitch. A a distance apart, and you have to have very quiet, mild sex in the middle of the room. So no one can hear you in maybe the other room. Maybe that maybe maybe that's the time where you guys, you know, finally try out the soaking. Try the soak. <laughs> A little soak and cutter. See what happens. <laughs> you called it cutter now. I did. I did. But, but you had to call it cutter because that goes with the connotation of the sex stuff. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So that sounds like an absolute buzzkill. Yeah. If you think about what the World Cup is and represents... It is supposed to be uniting over the well, even more than that. Uh, It's just supposed to be like over the top fandom. You know, you're hitting the pub that morning, all day, hanging out. You go to the game. If you win, you're just partying until the next day. That's like what it's supposed to be. So the fact that they're doing it there, I think, was just a terrible move. That's the that's the party that you know. There's there's two there's two parties going here in high school, and there's two parties happening that night. And one party's at like you know, you know, you know the cool guy in school. Uh, what's his name? You know, Rock Les. Rock I was gonna Leslie. go Jake Shredder. 
Jake Minerski, you know, or, you yeah. Know, uh, and then the other party is at Lyle's house, and his mom's gonna be there. That's that's Qatar. And what, what it is, not only is is Cutter Lyle's. Stop house. saying right. it. I not know you're only to be, you know, not only is Qatar Lyle's house, but you're like, Lyle. hey, maybe Lyle's house will be fun this year, and we'll go and we'll check it out. Maybe it will be good, and you're gonna get there. And you 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 really you, you, know, you open the door and they're playing Twister uh, and and Lyle's yeah. mom is is spinning the wheel yeah 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 so you yeah. know it's gonna be bad just yeah. don't go fuck them yeah and, and she gets and, and you and you walk into that party while they're playing Twister and uh, Lyle's mom says oh hey boys I'm, thanks for coming uh, just in time just about to take the pigs and blanket out of the oven. You guys look tired. Why are your eyes red? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And then something like you that. You and I look at each other and we say, we'll play one game, stuff ourselves with, with some pigs and blankets, but then we're going to Jake's. Yes. <laughs> right? Because we got we to gotta play with Twister a little bit. Yes. You know okay. I mean? Perfect. Yeah. No, no. We're going to get a game in. <laughs> yeah. We're going to okay. get a game. we got to be polite. Yeah. We're going to get a game. You know? Mm-hmm. We grew up with Lyle. His mom is nice. We slept over there many times. Many times. C- great video games. Um, all right, so we did it. We talked last. Um, uh, we had man, we had so much fun on the last uh, episode. If you guys yeah. have this is episode sixty nine. If you haven't listened to the last one, meal we did, for two. Yeah, we yeah we did. Um, we did another happy hour episode, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I was like belly laughing at some points. I think I fell out of my chair at one point. You fell out of your chair multiple times. You were on fire. Jordan was on fire. So if, so if you want to listen to Jordan on fire, go back and listen to the last episode. It was a lot of fun. But in the episode, towards the end, um, we got in a slight, you know, heated debate. Cap, no cap. Yeah, uh, cap, no cap. Um, yeah, a new segment that uh, Jordan uh, introduced. But we got into talking about water, specifically Dasani water. Yeah, it's toilet water. And um, so I was basically saying, like, ah, you, you, you won't be able to taste the difference if we put up against, the, you know, other ones. And then you know how that conversation goes between me and Jordan. Jordan says, go fucking grab them next time. So yes. now we're gonna do the water test here. We're gonna do the water test. We're gonna do the water test. Um, in the way I'm gonna I'm gonna um lay out the rules here and how we're gonna do it. All right. So uh, we're both going to do it, but Jordan, we're, I'm gonna do Jordan first. I have a blindfold here. I'll actually, hand it, hand that to you now because you might have to adjust. Oh, you actually literally have like a. Do you wear a sleep mask? I was about to say I wear I, I wear a sleep mask when I sleep. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm a terrible sleeper. You, no, I need that tight on you because you are. I don't. I you, can't see anything. Yeah, but if you can, I don't. I I can bet you could probably see below, and you're gonna like put yeah, the label it's my, below my Jew horn. <laughs> All right, All I right, can't ju- see shit. Okay. Um. So he's got he's got the blindfold on now. I'm getting the waters out. I've got three waters here and i'm gonna put him here by the numbers and i'm going are you telling me the brands beforehand i have an aquafina i have a dasani and i have an uh, and then i i treated ourselves i got a little evian okay okay i would not drink any of those three if i was choosing water from a from a cooler zephyr hills Zephyr Hills. Yeah, I, yeah. All right, so I'm going to also, I'm going to open the first one here. I'm going to pl- place them by their numbers because there is an opening factor to these that, because you know, everyone knows there's the fizz apparently with the Dasani. Yes. So I just want to like, you know, tickle Jordan with like the sounds and have given him an added. 
No, I'll even do, I'll do it just based on sound right now. Give me the first one. No, no, that's no, that's not no. We said taste because if we're gonna do, if, all right, I, I would never agree to it if it was I'll sound. I'll do both. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm opening the first one. Yeah, that is gonna be Evian. Classy open, classy soft open. I could already so tell I'll you. I'll do the next one here. That's gonna be um. What was the other don't one? Look at me. I'm you not. Know, you can't see. Me. I'm. I. That's. What am I supposed to? I, <laughs> I don't know. That. What was the other option? Evian. So we, got, we got Aquafina. Evian. That was Aquafina. That was Aquafina. And then the last one. No fizzes, huh? I didn't like. Uh, I, I didn't like that one. I guess, I guess Dasani. Dasani. I didn't like oh, that Steve at all. Arduini. I was like, oh, there's definitely a fucking fizz when you open up. Like, apparently not, huh? The way he said it, it did make it seem like it was like a beer that you'd been shaking for thirty minutes. Yes. Okay, so I am going to hand you the first. The first one here. Okay. And oh, and and I, I'm gonna hand them all three. And Jordan has to here grab this. Got it. Mm -hmm. Jordan has to try to guess which one is one, two, and three, and then state which one tasted the best. Okay. All right. He's drinking us the first one here. He's got it down. Okay. Walk us through how that was. Pleasant. Um. Not. Uh, wasn't a lot of, you know, extracurricular activities going clean. on with flavor. Yeah, nice and okay. clean. Do I say what that is now? Um, no, just keep, just, she's okay. keeping your mind like your one, twos, and threes. Okay, that was I'm, one. I'm handing you now number two. That was one, though, right? That was one. Okay. Number two. Come reach out a little bit. There we go. This is number two. Jordan is trying it out. Okay. Done with it? Wow, I'm surprised that you're just one ripping, just like all just you're that doing multiple rips. I mean, I, I feel like, I mean, I think I'm gonna like swish it around and, and you know maybe gargle it. I don't know. No. All right, I'm handing you number three. Okay, here's number three. Okay, okay. So now, are you ready? Yes. To name what you think. One, two, and three is, and then tell me which one you enjoyed best. Correct. Number one is Evian. Number two, Aquafina. Number three, Dasani. And which one tasted the best to you? Number one. All right. Take your blindfold off. Wrong. Oh, okay. Wrong. Could not, could not taste the Dasani... Difference. difference no you could not taste I, the difference i did get i did get an exacto you if did get I, it, yes i uh shout out to the cody's out there listening right now i did get the exacto number one was evian uh and i mixed up the other two aquafina came in at number three dasani number two yes so mm. just to make sure you know it is on record when you said last episode that you would definitely be able to, you, that that was wrong. Yeah, now let's open the Alex was loud wrong segment. I'm wrong. All right. I will now go. Obviously, you have to switch yes. these up. I will let you go ahead and band up first. Okay. I am banded up. I cannot see anything. Jordan's gonna I have switch the, I have them around the, now. I have the mic in my hand. I'm wondering how this this feels good. I like actually holding this got, like this. You got the rock in your hand. Yeah, dude. I got the rock in my hand. You got that metal in your hand. Dude. It's so, that cold metal. I'm gonna move these around. 
Move them around. Don't put them in the same order for obvious reasons. Yes. Okay. All right. Now I'm handing you uh, number one. Okay. Number one. Take a suck of that. <laughs> very gingerly. Very gingerly the way his, his lips. He's holding it in his mouth. He takes a swallow. He's chewing it. Okay. He thinks he knows what he's got here. That was number one. We're now going with number two. Number two. Number going two. Going down the gullet. Put down. Put that down the old cho hole. Takes another swig. Doing the same chew thing as before. He's nodding. He's nodding and smiling with a confidence that only a professional taster would have. Okay, so now we have number three. Number three. Number three. Down the hatch. Yeah, put that down the old gizzard. Really tasted that. I've one. got it. You really, you've got it. I've okay. Got it. What is one? What is two? What is three? And which one tasted the number best? Number one, Aquafina. Number two, Dasani. Number three, Evian. Evian tasted the best. Oh, um, man. I love me some Dasani, bro. You do. I told you. This shit's good. Absolute dog water. <laughs> so he guessed, uh, you got what? The exact Again, was... I, 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 the same thing as you where I, I got that first one right, Aquafina. I knew my Aquafina, but I weirdly enough um uh confused evian with dasani yeah see it can happen to the best that, of us that evian had a little kick to it i thought you think yeah let me get it with my eyes on it now no see i think the dasani clearly has a different flavor well you don't know that clearly. yeah well Damn. I knew which I was, one it was. I was, I, I was confident. You see how I said it? Yeah, you, um, you, you, after that third, or after that second, after you drank well, the you Evian, me, I was you, like, that's you, not, he, you nodded in a way where I was <laughs> I like, did. he's got me. <laughs> he's got me now. Right, I did. I totally did. You totally did. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let us know your favorite bottled water. That's funny. You know, this was this was hard for me because I went to a really good gas station that literally had a Fiji. It had, um, you know, one of the, like the weird, crazy uh, Vox waters. It had Zephyr Hills. It had Aquafina. Had Dasani. Had Evian. And then it had like but, all of these like yeah. Spanish ones too. Because that was another thing. I was like, oh man, I was, you should have put a red herring I in there. Was, I, that was right because it had two different type of like just like. Cuban Spanish waters that had like they just they're not even don't even know the brand. And I was like, I could get all I could get these two and the Dasani. I was like, and we can make this shit real fucking interesting. You should have. But then I was like, but then I was like, Jordan's gonna get mad at him and be like, yo, you didn't throw Pura a Vida is number three. Right. No, no, I wish I could remember the name of it. it was it was like it was like Ola H2O or some shit. It was, Love that. I was like, oh my god, I could I could fuck this whole thing up. Yeah. Um really disappointed in myself. That was almost, but definitely not as bad as the Coke Pepsi challenge. Now, do you want to go back and discuss? Because not now, because like in all honesty, like I will admit, the Dasani's when you opened them up, they had a little fizz to it. I think they have a new <laughs> recipe because I was fully expecting to, when I opened up that Dasani for it to go like. Yeah, it, but it made the same sound as the other ones. Yeah, so I, don't I feel know. like like the word has gotten back to the Coca Cola company, and I feel like it took a little fizz out of it. 
you think they were like, all right, guys, board meeting for next year, uh, what products we're rolling out. We're going to reduce the fizz by 8%. They're on to us. Eight per, yeah, they're, they know, guys. They know. 8% down, less fizz this year. We're doing it. Because let's be real, that was like that's like the funny like inside joke between like us like Floridians. Even Floridians during hurricane season will refuse. I remember those like every single year. There's always like those news like uh, news reports where they'll come out like, "Hey, there's still cases of waters here," and like they'll be at like Home Depot and it'll be a pallet of only Dasani's. Yeah, like, like even Floridians during hurricane season won't buy Dasani. No, I'm going outside, cat five cup in my hand. <laughs> right. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, cup in my hand, yes. cat five doesn't matter. Yes, before the Dasani. Yes. All right, that was good. I was, uh, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm glad you didn't get it. I'm sorry that that sounds fucked up, but I'm glad you, you didn't get it. I'm just glad I didn't pick it as my favorite. That would have been that, bad. yeah. Well, yeah, because that, that was really the pleasurable part when you did the the Pepsi challenge. Yeah, that was like the really that was the awesome part. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to talk and um and guys. Also, I want you guys to write in as well. Um, on this segment, I'm calling it the sounds of music. And I'm I'm curious to get your opinion because I wanted to come up or just kind of thought, you know, kind of work through a list here of the best sounds, uh, like specific to a band or a song in music, like something you can hear. And within a couple seconds, you know exactly what, not necessarily, you know what that's it's from, just, you know, but it's yeah. an iconic, it's an iconic sound that even goes further than just the popularity of the song. Yes. So, the first one I'll give you, and I think it's a really good example of as soon as you hear that sound, you know what song it is, you know what's about to happen, you know everything. And that is Axel screaming at the beginning of Welcome to the Jungle. Yes. Yes. Right? Yep. yep, yep to yep, me, yes. that's a sound. I mean, if you're well, into rock Axel and roll. scream too. Yeah. And even, you could probably say the same thing about, what's his name for Van Halen? Uh, David Lee Roth. Like yeah. His like... Like you, yeah. like, like you won't, you may not know the song, but like as soon as you hear, them, like, oh, that's David Lee Roth, that's Van Halen. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, totally, Axl Rose. Another one that I had written down, um, was the first riff from the Police, Roxanne. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could probably play just the first note, and you'll know it. Just like, yeah, you'll it's know got it, like, one of those iconic sounds. That to me, if you're into rock and roll and then get back into the classic rock, that song will just rear its ugly head at some point, and it's it's to me just an absolute classic. That song got was got ruined for me by your roommate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, your old roommate had that as his uh, ringtone, and it was one of those things that I don't think I ever vo really voiced, but I always remember because he had it for like years. Because I think he really thought it was like cool and like it was really, really good, and I always remember just like, God, you've kind of like ruined this song for me because like I hear it so much, and now it becomes your ringtone. Did you ever have a long-standing? I can't remember. Well, we but I, did. You I, ever have a long-standing ringtone? I, I never had a long-standing ringtone, but we had one that you and I loved, which was the Snoop Dogg. Bum, 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 oh yeah, from the Blue Cartman treatment. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. You, know, you and I, you uh, that was. I, I remember having that. And I always remember like when someone called and you were around. You, all I remember you always being like, 
fuck yeah, dude. That's a good. <laughs> like, that's a good. You always were like, that's yeah. Ringtones to me when when and, and yeah, you, and you, they were big back then. Children, if you're if you don't know about what I'm talking about, please go back and oh, just, and the ring back. The ring back, I never, I I did, I think only a little bit, but the ringtone that was more my stilo. Um, but I used to love trying to come up with like a good deep cut. Yeah, that when that was, someone heard it, they were like, "Oh, okay, that's not like you know, you know, just your standard run of the mill or yeah." Super that was the fun one. about it. Like there was a there was a bit of a chemistry involved of like finding the perfect ringtone. But Man. then even like the ring the ringbacks were always crucial too because I can remember calling in the like calling someone and their ringback being really good and then when they answered I remember I can remember being like Yo, why'd you pick up yeah hang up and I'm gonna call back in and let it go all the way and then pick up because yes, yes. that was all, like and for I, I maybe they don't know should we like the ringback was when it was a basically a ringtone but it was what you heard when you were standing waiting for someone to pick up their phone instead of hearing like Bring, yeah like you heard. You know, a song. Yeah, you got just like a hot 20 second Which bring verse. that back, right? Absolutely. Bring back the ring back. Bring back the ring back. Bro, throw that on a t-shirt. I'm wearing it. Bring back the ring bring back. Bring back the ring back. Like, I would love to like call you and just sit there and listen to like some 3-6. Now, I can remember. <laughs> you remember? One, I, can't, I, can't I remember, remember one of the one that probably lasted the longest was Let's Get Away by T.I. For a ringback or for a no, ringtone? No, just for a ringtone. That was one of mine. The, hey, let's get away. Yeah, oh yeah. That was Ooh, always... on the other side of town. That was one of mine. It's a good one. And it was the part where Jazzy Faye sings basically should we the get? Chorus. Should we bring... Should we bring... Can back? we get one on our... On yeah, our? You, you can still do it. Yeah, you should go on Apple... You should go on, on, uh, on iTunes and just... You buy the ringtone. I think they're like $1.29. All right, 305-741-3671. Let us know what ringback we need to bring back. Yeah, you guys choose what our ringback should be, and yes. we both will put it as ours. Correct, yes. I don't even know if you can do a ring... I don't know if you can do a ringback. I know you can do a ringtone. I don't know if you can do a ringback. I want, I'm want. i talking about on the bat phone. Oh. Yeah. I don't I know want, if you can connect it to that. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I would like that to... That would be a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, if everyone could vote. Yeah, so... We'll still vote. How about this? Still vote, and then uh, if we can do it, we'll do it. If not, I, I think now, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think if we put a ring back, uh, if we bring back the ring back for our personal <laughs> phones, I think over 50% of the people would not know what to do when they started hearing the sound. I'm, yeah, I'm telling you, the ring backs are not They a would thing. hang up and probably call back they would think and only then would figure out yeah. what was going on. Yeah. I bet ring backs aren't, aren't a thing. Which yeah. is uh, which is a travesty to me. Bring back the ring. Back. The ring back were so dope, dude. Cause yeah, because the ring back, you know, the ringtone shows you, but the ring back really shows a person's personality and that they went through the effort to set that up, which yeah. tells me some more things that I really like. My like ringtone right now is Amy Winehouse. You know, Valerie. Oh yeah, I have a ringtone. Yeah, you. I have oh, Valerie. You do have a ringtone. I yeah. Well, just because like honestly, because I just got sick of. I would How have do the same I set ones this up. You just go, just go on iTunes and like you just look up, just look up ringtones. You can look, honestly, every single major song has a ringtone. Okay. And uh, I didn't even think that you could do that anymore. Well, I just got sick of you know because you know the iPhones come with like the standard ones, and honestly, it was our buddy Nate. He had the same ringtone as me, uh, uh, yeah, ringtone as me and a couple other people, and I was sick of thinking it was my phone. So finally, I was like, "Fuck this! 
I'm just gonna go buy a ringtone and like, cause I was sick and tired of thinking like my phone was ringing when it was someone else's. So yeah, any major song they have a ringtone, and like I said, I think it's just like a dollar, dollar twenty nine or whatever. I'm looking it up right now. You can do it for text messages and shit too. You know, like all that. I don't, but I, the ring back, I don't know. That that's something I'd have to look into. Because I'd never, but I would love to bring Set back the as, ring back. Uh, as default ring back. Oh, so they have ring back. All right. Ring, so, do they have ringtone and ring back? No, they don't have ring. They, they, they're they not bringing back the ring back. They're they not have, bringing back. Bring back the ring back, man. We're going to sign that petition. Bring back the ring back. Um, let me see here. Try to give me a call real quick. Let's see if this happens. Um, okay, 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 okay. Let's, uh, let's see what... Uh, Make sure it's not on uh, on silent. Tell me when you're ready. All right, go ahead. Nope. No. Yeah. What the fuck? No. All right, we're gonna get it done though. I've got. I have Amy Winehouse Valerie as my ringtone, but man, I would love to be able to have my ring back back because okay. those were always. I felt like the. I I can. I just have nice vivid memories of like calling someone and like them picking up, and I'd be like, "Yo, nice choice on the ring back," you know, or being like, "Yo, change your ring back. It's fucking trash." Yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out how this works. You have to go on iTunes. You have to go on the yeah, iTunes store it. and buy it, and then yeah, you just do like the normal. All right, like, I'm gonna get this set up. Don't set worry. Set it up. You already have your. You already, you already have what you. Yeah. Okay, so let's debut it next episode then. Deal. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. You'll call me next episode. Bring back the ringtones. Bring back the. I mean, the bring back the ringbacks. We'll we'll start that petition and send it over to. Uh, uh, to Apple and then all yeah, that because well, they were a lot of fun. It'll be I don't like know that, why you know the, it'll be one of those articles that comes out on like uh, you know I don't even know one of those stupid publications was like this uh this podcast already has seventy thousand signatures to bring back the ring back. Yeah, hashtag and bring back the ring back. There dude. you go. Hashtag. You know what it, I mean, yeah. But it's not because it's not even like anyone. No one even calls anyone anymore. Then when they do, like you get to hear, like no one ever picks up. Like I, I put mine to voicemail. So why don't you want to hear like a little like you know Steely Dan on the way there? Love that idea. You know, a little Steely Dan on the way to like my voicemail. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, now that we're getting back, I also put down. Bring back the ring back. It to me is brilliant. By the way, it's yours. No, it's ours. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, another classic sound. From music that I had. Oh yeah, sorry. Was, yeah. Oh, we got sidetracked there. Was um yeah, we're closing the ring to bring back the ring back, hashtag it, but we're closing that. Um another one that I had, which I thought was really good, is um is Peter Frampton when he does the Do You Feel Like I Do? Yes. That's that a good to one. me is like you almost remember where you were when you heard the guy make the guitar talk. Yeah, when you're like, how's like, yeah, how's he do that? And then someone explained to you, and you were like, whoa. Yeah, and I and that was pretty early on in that that type of, you know, the changing of sounds where you know that hadn't been done a lot before. So I thought that made like a really, uh, you know, a good case to be on the list. Yes. Do you? I, I was trying to think of one for reggae. Um, it's funny, um, that you, uh, that you, that you say reggae because, uh, when you, uh, when you, when you, cause you actually, you, you told me this right before we went on air. Yeah. You're like, actually I had this, like, maybe think of something off the spot. And the very first thing I thought of off the spot before you even like kind of told me yours was the, uh, the reggae horn. 
I feel that's like an iconic sound of music, just like the yeah, that for sure. Which is or, reggae. Yeah, I th- I think that actually reggaeton or something. Yeah, that falls under like Caribbean, Latin, reggae, like reggaeton, like all that stuff. I would even say the like, other one was like Bombi. The, the the yell that Bob does where he goes really oh. high. Yeah, that that was fantastic. <laughs> that's spot on. Can you can you tee up can you tee up one more for us? That was great. I could have never <laughs> done that. that. Well, I love that sound. Yeah, I think so that always that's one it. also that I thought would would make the list. Yeah, that's the, you, that's a good one. Can you think of um, other even, ones that I thought like as, as far as like sound like was like obviously like the Michael Jackson like um, you know his like, like his, thriller his, baseline or something. Well, no, no, his like Chamones, his like <laughs> like when you hear he like, oh that's yeah. Michael yeah 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 you know. So like those I didn't are ones... think about him because I was like, well, and Michael's got to be on that list. But I was trying to think of like the only other a vocal one was song. like a little John, like when he like yeah, and, and yeah. One, I was like, oh, that's that's little John. Yeah, but I don't know if that that one. I don't know if those count. If yeah, I'm thinking John more counts. of like a specific song or like a part of a song that rings true rather than like an ad lib. But I think all of those make a strong a strong case. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if, if you guys have some good ones, 305-741-3671, let us know. I mean, we're leaving a lot off the list. Oh, there's a ton out there, but like, do we just want to know you, the ones that you like, the ones that like you you guys like, oh, when I hear that. Yeah. Like you know, what, what you what, can do it for any of our artists pretty much. Yeah. But I'm thinking even the creme de la creme of the ones you guys are thinking of. Like only the ones where someone from like another country who doesn't speak the same yeah. language would know when they hear that sound. Yes, yes. That's that's the barometer you need to measure it by mm-hmm. to even know if it if it passes that smell test because it's got to be something that like it, it goes across generations in time. Yes, yes, yes. So maybe we can compile a, a little bit better of of of, uh, of a list with some of our uh, listeners' help next week. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Are you ready to actually do it? Yes, I am ready to get into the peacock and music this week. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into this week's Peacock. I've got another goodie for you as always. And this is going to be a really nice one because there's a couple mind-blowing things in there. Let's do it. That uh, that uh, you, that I that I that I've been keeping. I've been holding secret. It's one of my nug. It's one of my musical nuggets, knowledge nuggets that I hold to myself and I don't really give out to a lot of people because I'm weirdly selfish like that. That's fine. I've come to know mm-hmm. you as a selfish, selfish individual, mm-hmm. specifically in the in the musical realm. Yeah. So this week's peacock in music is Terry Reed. Terry Reed. Terry Reed. Okay. Uh, born November thirteenth, nineteen forty nine. Still with us. All right. Still with us. I always, I always, I know you always, you're always happy. Wince. Yeah. It's always a, w- it's a win for all of us when the peacock is still breathing. 
Yes, yes. So rock and roller. Uh, Terrence James Reed was born in, let me get through this, Little Paxton, which is a, a village in the town of St. Neots, which is a town in the county of Huntingdonshire, England. Wow. Yes. Mouthful. Yeah, I learned that today too, that like England has villages. Their thing is it's a you live in a village that's in a town in a county. Yeah. That's a part of England. Love that. It's not like how we do city city uh city state. I they had one more little they had one more little guy in there. Yeah, they got him. I guess it would yeah, yeah. So uh, at the age of 15, he joined Peter Jay's, uh, Peter Jay's and the Jay, Peter Jay and the Jayhawks, uh, after being spotted by, uh, the band's drummer, uh, Peter Jay and the Jayhawks, uh, or I'm sorry, the Jay Walkers, uh, they, um, they actually had a little bit of, uh, you know they had a they had a little bit of clout if you were if you if you will uh, back in the day and they toured a lot with the Beatles and the Stones. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they had some good. They, they Classic, toured. like definitely the opening act, right? Yeah, like, should, yeah. yeah, definitely opening act. Um, but so while on tour with uh, the Rolling Stones after uh, a concert at the Royal Albert Hall, Graham Nash, who at the time was um, still in the Hollies which we did the Hollies, uh, Graham Nash, who was still in the Hollies, suggested to Terry Reed, you, you know, they befriended each other, and he suggested to him that um, that he signed with uh, Columbia Records, which was a big up-and-coming record label that, like, you know, the big guys were, uh, were all signing with, and Columbia signed him. Uh, and uh, signed the, signed, signed the, the, the Walkers. And, um, but they, they came out with, like, one... One minor hit in 1967, but then the the band soon disbanded after that. Got it. But Columbia retained uh, Terry Reed's uh, contract because they they saw a little something there. Okay. So um, uh, Terry Reed he caught the attention. Then at that point, after the band uh, had broken up, uh, by Mickey Most, and Mickey Most was a record producer for. A ton of different people. You know, he had some Beatles, he had some Stones on his uh, repertoire, some Manfred and Men, some of the Turtles, a lot of like, you know, the animals and stuff like that. Yeah. Where, you know, he had produced for. But uh, Mickey Most, uh, not only like, you know, kind of was, was his producer, but Mickey Most became his um, manager. And it's interesting because his Mickey Most at that time had a partnership with Peter Grant. Great name, by the way. Mickey Most? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're telling me you're, like, a talent scout or you're like, hey, like, Mickey Most is here in the crowd tonight. Have a good show. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. So, Mickey Most had a partnership at the time with Peter Grant, the great Peter Grant, uh, I will add, because Peter Grant is the legendary manager for Led Zeppelin. Mm. He was, like... He was kind of like he was kind of like Suge Knight before Suge Knight, where he was this huge six foot seven menacing beast of a man, crazy like long beard. He was from like this weird part of England, so where he had this whole entire like you know uh, 
uh, accent to him. And he, I think he was like a former. What was his name? Uh, Peter Grant. Peter Grant. He, and he was a take no shit, intimidating manager. For Led Zeppelin, there's tons and tons of stories out there about Peter Grant of him collecting money or coming into like, you know, coming like doing dealings with promoters and just laying down the law or like fighting motherfuckers on behalf of Led Zeppelin. Peter Grant was a take no shit manager. He was a beast. He was a big. Yeah, he's a big fucker. He's a big he's a big menacing guy. Yeah. And that was like there's there's tons of awesome stories about like because Led Zeppelin was just famous for fucking up you know hotel rooms and concerts and showing up late and being fucked up and like peter grant was always the guy i think he always wore like this cool scarf around his neck too and he was like he was the guy that would come in and and basically tell promoters and labels and stuff to like fuck off it's led zeppelin and we're gonna do whatever the fuck we want love that yeah peter grant was a beast so Mickey Most had a little partnership with them, with him, and they kind of like scratch each other's back and stuff. Um, but uh, his first album, uh, Bang Bang, Your Terry Reed, had really little success. And honestly, all of his albums really didn't have any commercial success, which that was surprising to me because there are a couple songs, one of which I think you, you probably will know. Um, the, uh, I was surprised by that because he, he, he has hits but i guess they just never really charted yeah but but i guess like in pop culture they 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 went up in the ranks that's interesting um but uh after he came out with that first album bang bang your terry reed he did uh immediately go on tour with cream and he went on a, a, a few uh, the first two tours with cream so that right there alone kind of gets you, you that gets you in with me but I think that gets you in, like, forever. Because Cream, A Comet Streaking Through the Sky, only went on so many tours and they took you with them. Yes. Which tells me right there that if Clapton and all those boys were in... Stamp of approval. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. So this is where we get into, like, the cool nuggets that uh, you're going to absolutely love. So, the, and this is one... Uh, kids, get a little closer around the fire because you're going to want to remember that this is going to be a fun little factoid that you that I'm going to give you for your arsenal that you will be able to whip out and blow people's mind. I'm I'm very excited about this. What so the, at the at the time, the Yardbirds guitarist Jimmy Page yes was um, leaving the Yardbirds. Yeah, you know he was the the final. Uh, string of amazing guitarists to like leave the Yardbirds and the Yardbirds were done after Paige and uh, Paige was looking to start his uh, his own band. Yeah. So uh, Jimmy Page uh, at the time his um, his manager was Peter Green. Mm-hmm. So Peter Green had the connection with Mickey Most and you know Terry Reed was Mickey Most's the uh, uh, um, artist. So uh, Jimmy Page went up to Terry Reed um, and asked him to be the lead singer of this new band that he was gonna do. He had at the mo- at the time he was like, "Well, I think we're just gonna call it the New Yardbirds," but he didn't know they eventually became Led Zeppelin. Yeah. But um, he asked Terry Reed, "Hey, do you want to uh, you know be the lead singer?" And that's a, that's one thing you'll when you hear on the uh, in in the, his music, Terry Reed can the boy can belt. Yeah, the boy's got some. He's got some. He's got some lungs. Okay. 
So at that point, when he so when he asked Terry, Terry Reed's like, "Fuck, um, I'm already locked into." He was already locked into two consecutive tours, one with the Stones, and then immediately right after with Cream. But the Stones tour was first. Yeah. And so Terry Reed tells Jimmy Page, "Yo, I'm down to do it, but like I'm already locked in into these two tours. But if you can guarantee." my pay and also call Keith Richards and tell him give like break the bad news to him (laughs) like I'll like you know I'll I'll leave and you know with the blessing of Keith Richards I'll leave and and I'll I'll start this band with you so Paige is like whoa 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 asking a little too much you got a little bit of baggage I'm not calling fucking Keith like and he was just like you know, f- yeah, I'm not doing it. No, nope. I'm not doing that. Not worth I it. I can't guarantee you how much you're going to get paid. And I'm not calling Keith. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. And so Terry was like, okay, fine. All good. Um, and Jimmy asked him, well, I really wanted you and I don't really have anyone else after you. Do you know anyone? And Terry Reed tells Jimmy Page, actually, uh, uh, last year I was touring around and there was this band called the Band of Joy that opened up for me and they had a really, really good lead singer and they, had a, they were a good band, but a really good lead singer. Uh, you should go check them out. His name's Robert Plant mm-hmm. in the, for the Band of Joy. And Jimmy was like, all right, sweet, cool. Um, and, and then before like, you know, he leaves, Terry also says, and also too, he's like, I don't know if you're looking for a drummer, but... In that same band, the band of Joy, JP. their their drummer, he's like, is absolutely an, a beast. No one knows about him, but this guy can play the drums like I've never seen anyone. And his name's John Bonham. And uh, Jimmy's just like, Jimmy's like, cool man, appreciate it. Dabs him up, and then the rest is history. Wow. Yeah. So Terry Reed is the he passes it up, but he's also I think you know because I think. A lot of people want to jump to like, oh, you're an idiot. You pass it up. But I think the universe did the correct thing in having Terry Reed be the one being like, here's here's John Bonham. Here's Robert Plant. Because what you know, if he didn't do that, maybe Led probably isn't even close to who they are. Because Le- just as much as Led is Jimmy, it is. You could probably honestly argue it's much more because of because of Robert Plant. Well, that's interesting also because we always do the what if, what could slash what could have been right. But if Terry Reed doesn't say no, then you don't get Robert Plant and John Bonham. Yes. So it's an interesting conundrum there where it's like What's the tra- either it could have been this, what could have been with him, but actually look what it was because it wasn't him. Cause you can then cause then you can like really go down like the fantasy rock rabbit hole of like, all right, so say Terry says yes, he joins Jimmy Page. They're still looking for a drummer, so he probably would have naturally would have went and got John Bonham. Went and got John Bonham. Mm-hmm. So, because that that's just where my mind goes. Yeah. So, like, then what would have Led Zeppelin sounded like with Terry Reed without a Robert Plant? Because John Bonham probably still would have been there. Yeah, but it's also that's just that's super interesting because yeah, you don't get one without that one giving the other ones up. Which well, you know, Jimmy would, would have never known about. Robert Plant or Bonham without Terry Reed. Exactly. Right. So that that's just very cool because sometimes we've heard a lot like, hey, do you want to be in this band? 
oh wait no i can't okay bummer pc you later but instead they were like hey do you have any good wrecks and, and then the wrecks you just them. got are, <laughs> are i mean just probably the two best uh, like bottom's probably you know one of you know probably I mean, most people say the best you know drummer of all time you know other people say keith moon but then you the same thing with robert plant robert plant's probably the one of the best lead singers of all time yeah he's right up there i mean that voice is iconic gave you two of the best yeah so that's that's super cool Uh, yeah a great fact really cool and then also too he then this is one that i didn't actually know but uh he also rejected me and my dad loved deep purple the band deep purple Mm -hmm. and they will be they will they will be a peacock in the future i just you know there's a there's a long list but we, me and my dad love Deep Purple, but especially the reason why we love the band Deep Purple is because the guitarist Richie Blackmore is an insanely good guitarist. He gets no love. No one knows his, knows his name, but he's just, bar none, just one of the best guitarists of all time. And Richie Blackmore asked Terry Reed to be the lead singer of Deep Purple, and he turned that one down too. I like hearing that, though, because whenever that's the case, I'm like, all right, this guy is confident enough to know that he doesn't need to go join a super team or a team that's already won some championships. He's right. going to go out there and do it himself his own way, which... And he was a just music- a very sought after, like, like in that's why I say, like, and the reason why I give you those is because when you listen to him, you will hear his voice and you will see why people wanted yeah. him. Yeah, but that's just really cool, though, because... Yeah, I think the easy way out when those people come to you is to say yes. But it's it's probably the easier route, you know, the path path of least resistance. But to then go and say, no, I'm going to go do this how I want to do it. I'm going to put yeah. out my own type of music, I think is super cool and gives any of those types extra credit because... They chose not to go that route. Right. Not that they knew what it would become in certain instances... But, you know, when Billy Preston is telling the Stones, like, nah, I'm good. Like, yo, get Shuggy Otis as your guitarist. Yeah, like, you know, you know what you're saying no to in certain instances where other times you don't know what would have come of it. But that's always that's crazy to me. And that's that's super cool. But that's the you trend. You you gave me a, a perfect transition because the ending to this story is. He never had any commercial success. He he did. He had a couple albums. He basically had three albums that he did on his own. One was Bang Bang or Terry Reed, and then he did uh, Super Lungs and stuff after that. And but he never had any commercial success. Never really made it. He's got good songs, but never really made it. So that's always that that that's the weird, cool thing about his story is he turned down two major successes yeah. that, he, that he never, ever even touched. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's just the biz, baby. Yeah. You know, you got to strike while the iron's hot. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. You so know. that's your peacock. The only other little nugget that I saw in there that was, like, noteworthy was uh, the Stones loved him, man, and they loved him so much that... Uh, he uh, played at uh, Mick Jagger's wedding. Really? Yeah, they loved him. The Stones wow. loved him. He played on the Stones. He he opened up for the Stones on two tours and, and for Cream on both of their tours. I mean, that if that doesn't tell you all you need to know right there, because um, I think some people fall into the, you're a product of the time. Yes. And then some people are just like, 
no, you're that good, and these bands actually really like you, which is why you're on tour. This isn't a charity and he did a, handout. And he you did know. a ton of session work, too. Like, you know, like after, you know, his three albums, he, he did a ton of ses- session work for what, one of yours and mine, like, little weird thing that we uh, uh, shared for Don Henley. Oh, yeah. He was a session musician on, like, a ton of Don <laughs> Henley's stuff. That's great. And, like, yeah, like, a sh- and a slew of, like, other artists. He was, like, a b- huge session guy. Everybody wanted him. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, So, cool. Terry Reed. All right. I'm excited for that one. Terry Reed. Check him out. Check him out. Um, so, um, one last little thing I wanted to throw by you that, I, that, that came across my timeline today was uh, scientists have... Um, have discovered this new procedure, science, whatever you want to call it, called IVG. IVG, okay. And the G is a word that I'm not going to be able to pronounce, but it's called in vitro germ 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 Yeah, look it up, how, like exactly how to say it. But it's basically what IVG is. They can now take like a skin cell or. Just any type of piece of DNA, but like a skin cell or like, you know, a hair follic, uh, follicle. And um, I have it here, so I'd like to try it. Yeah, try to see. What is uh, it? It's in vitro. Uh, uh, in vitro gametogenesis. Gametogenesis? Yeah, gametogenesis. It's in vitro Game of Thrones. In vitro Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah. So, and you basically you take like a like a little skin cell, and in the article I was reading, the guy was basically like, "Listen, you as a you as you yourself, I can go as as a scientist. I can take like a skin cell from Brad Pitt. He goes, I can take that skin cell and then inject it into your sperm. So when you have sex and you impregnate your you know whoever it is, it will have Brad Pitt's." DNA instead of yours in it. So you'll push out a Brad Pitt baby and not anything with yours. I don't, I was hoping it was going to be like a Jaylet the Kid X, like Brad Pitt comp, like featuring. You want to combine them and see how that baby looks? Yeah, because I'm cool with that. But I don't want, you know, I don't, I don't want wifey to just, just be, you know, we're looking at the kid and it's Brad Pitt Jr. Yeah. It's got to be Jordan Jr. and Brad Pitt mixed together. I just think the idea of this IVG, it's wild, it's wild to me because of like, because my first thing is like, yo, scientists, why were you even thinking of, because like the best part about like having kids is like, it's yours. It's half yours. So I'm wondering now, does this Why would you want to put like someone else's like, in there? Yeah. Are they going to like knowingly dig, dig up Napoleon and scrape off a little piece of like his dick and then use that to like make Napoleon Jr.? That's a good, that's, that's a, that's a good little like thing. You just, a little pathway you went down because just right off the rip for me, if I could pick one person to pass to like IVG for me, King Tut. That you're bringing him back. I as want your King kid? Tut in that thing. You want to? I want King Tut in that fucking in that car- sarcophagus. That, that, yeah. Now three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. Tell <laughs> us who in history you would bring back if you wanted. But they ha- But they will be your child. There. Yeah. Yeah. Now your ladies. This one may, might. Maybe it's more for you. But the the kid is not your your husband's son. 
Right. You know, that's Napoleon Jr. Yes. So tell us who you would bring back from history. Um, and I swear to a- God, if any of you sick fucks, like, say Hitler, like, we're going to write down your phone number and, like, we're, we're going to... And then someone's going to die in that house. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Dead in house. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. I, the IVG thing was a wild concept to me. Um, but, like I said, it's... It's it's totally doable. Like the re- like it's done. The research has been done, and it can happen. So I'm curious now because you know we're at this escalating rate of. Like, you want tech- a little bit of my skin cell, like you know, for you. Like well, look that's at this thing, Adonis you have sitting over here. Well, that's from you. that's a thing. Like you I'm down. Rides? I'm, I'm down if we're going like fifty one forty nine. Me fifty one. You forty nine. I'm because I, I, I need that kid to have some height if he's gonna be backing down. You know, in the low post. I agree with you. I would love the idea. I, I would love the option way better if I can combine mine with someone else's yeah because i don't want it to be all i don't you know like, you kind of know what you're getting that yeah like i, I want to see like what if me and the rock were to like combine what would that look like yeah like i don't need to see you know what my kid's gonna look like if basically john lithgow had sex with my wife i think i think if that was the option i would choose you i would want yeah. i would want to see what you and me would make I like that. You know? But we can't do that but because we can't. it's just, it basically turns into a new Benson. <laughs> do my cells eat your cells? I don't know. That's other questions I have for my I- IVGOT guy. Yeah, that that's the next IVGOAT that I've got. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, now that's the science they really need to get. You, you guys have started the process. Let's get into that stuff. Cause yeah, then what you're doing is someone goes up and scrapes a little, you know, particle off of the rock's nose. And now he's selling that on the black market for like, wow, like, you that's know, a good, wow, I, I got like 5 million is what it's going to be. If you want one of these, I got them all broken out into little beakers. That's you come get the beaker. It's like the chick that was selling her own farts. Yeah. But no, way cooler. Way cooler. You do so way much more. Cooler. And you get more money for that. So can you think of anyone in music that you would bring back for the sake of music? Like they And, I, and I'm taking theirs and we're not combining with mine. No, no, no. The kid is that person. And then we're hoping And and but and they will be as good, if not better, than who they were. Sinatra. Sinatra. I want Sinatra's jeans. I want to see if I can recreate that bad boy. Again. I think I'm going Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Too can't soon. Go wrong. Too soon. You can't know? go wrong. No, you're good. The world needs. No, no, no. I'm saying. Oh, too soon, yeah. Like he died too soon. Oh, see, actually, I, okay. I like where your head's at. Like, I think someone that like you wanted, you wanted to get more from, but you never weren't able to get more from. Yeah. So like, Jimmy's a good one. Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix is who I would probably go with. Mm, I'm trying to go off the rip here of who. Who went a little too soon that I wanted a little bit more from? I mean, there's the whole 27 club. I mean, you got your girl right here, Amy. Yeah, that that one's you that know. one's easy. That one's easy. Uh, to you do. got Morrison, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm good with that catalog. Yeah, yeah, I'm good yeah. with that. That's a, it's a great catalog. Bob would be nice. Bob, Bob, Bob might, would be Bob nice. might be the answer. Bob would be good. Bob might be the answer. That would be nice um, if we get him back and save the world. You know, mm. you know, my kid saves the world. Uh, I don't know if I've told you this story. Is it my kid, though, at that point? No. That's another thing, too. It's like, can you call that your kid? No. It's like, I, that's not my kid. I, I, I took Brad fucking, I took Brad Pitt shit. 
Yeah. No, no, no. You're you're so you're out of the equation. It's honestly, it's honestly that's another weird thing I even think about, think about either. Like, can you call that your kid? I mean, you know for all I mean? intents and purposes, yeah, that's your kid. You're going to raise it and do all that stuff, but he's going to look like Bob Marley. Yeah. So, can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, I just wanted to throw, I, I, I knew that Ivy Gene would tickle you a little bit, so. That's, like, but here's what I was talking about earlier. So, like, the rapid escalation of technology, now, in theory, they can do it, and they've probably tested it or whatever, you know, there's some babies in a lab somewhere looking like, you know, you know, whoever. But, when is that going to be, like, a mainstream, like, you know, for 50k, you know, we're going to put Ving Rhames in your, in your sperm. Well, that's the thing is like, <laughs> Ving Rhames, you fucking like, great one. Do you like where I went with yeah, that? I love where you went with that one. Yeah. Well then like the technology, hopefully we'll get like where the girls get to pick. And then now we get to like, really now it doesn't even, in. now it doesn't then, then ladies, it doesn't even matter what your, your husband looks like. He can be a fat piece of shit Yeah, because guess what? You're getting Ving Rhames in that dick. Yeah. Whatever you want. So then guys, and then you get to choose, you get to choose mine and I get to choose yours. How about that's fair. You choose mine. I choose yours because we're both unhappy with our DNA. So wait, but they can't, can they do it like, so that let's just say wife, your wife wants the rock. Right. So now she, sh you know, they, they inject your dick with the rock stuff, mm -hmm. but then you, you know, like, are I'm going to get a daughter. If, she, if, she, if she's choosing the rock, then I'm going to counteract her with Sherry O'Terry. Love that. Yeah. Love, but act, actor, actress, you're going that route. I'm just trying to like, I mean, I, I don't, I, do we want to make super baby? Cause then if we were to make super babies, then I'm just going to go with like China. I'm going, um, with, I'm going with Melania. <laughs> All right, I'm going with Trump. Yeah. What? No, <laughs> we don't need any more of that. I know. All right. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, think about that guy. It's it's actually a little. It's actually a fun little uh, mental uh, mind game we just we went through there. Then, whenever you come up with who that person is, go tell your significant other. What do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Yeah. Gauge their feelings and then get back to us. Um, and before we uh, end this episode here, because um, I thought this also would be a nice little segue, I just, we both, from the Shut the Funk Up podcast, from Jordan and I, Alex, uh, we want to give a huge congratulations to Steve and Kat Ooh. Arduini. Yes. Um, they we got a uh, new little weenie on the way. They've got a new, they got a little, they got a new uh, mini weenie. Yep. On the way, mm -hmm. so congratulations on the uh, the the future uh, baby that's coming. I believe it's a baby girl. It is, you know, and it's just a shame, Cat, that we didn't do this podcast just a couple weeks earlier, and you could have had your pick of the litter. <laughs> See you next week, Cat. See ya. <laughs>